We all get angry, some outwardly and some hiding it and seething inside. In this episode, episode 57 of our Love Made Easy podcast, we're talking about how to deal with anger, yours or someone else's. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love, and in this podcast, and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So Otto, anger is a big subject. Yeah, in some people's words, you know, some people's worlds, uh, anger is kind of like, uh, it's it's kind of, it's a problem. Well, yeah, I mean, we have anger management programs and, and uh, all kinds of things to deal with anger. But when we really take a look at anger, what's going on inside? Well... Uh, most people wouldn't know this about me because I seem to be this kind, loving, <laughs> peaceful guy. Uh-huh. But then, um, not so much anymore, but there was a period in my life, a, a long period, where something would happen and it was just like, bam, what happened to that nice, peaceful, loving guy? And so I, I think that's really instructive and really helpful. Then there's, you know, anger that uh is a situation where somebody's angry all the time mm-hmm. well that wasn't me but there are yeah, there are some right. people that seem to be angry all the time so what's underneath this anger the anger is let's just take outwardly showing anger <clears throat> you know expressions of anger um what's underneath that well, for some people listening to this, they're going to be a little bit shocked by what I'm about to say, but anger, pure and simple, is you have an idea about either A, something should be the way it you, you want it to be, and it's not. You seem to be wanting something, and something seems to be in the way. There's a problem that that this thing this thing that you think is so important to your well-being to your life to your happiness to your marriage what whatever you think this thing is in the way and this thing happens and when that happens it's like wow so we think that that thing is the thing the problem um, or that, you know, you don't have control over your life. I think that's a big way that people start expressing a lot of anger when they, they don't feel like they have control. They feel like that somebody else is controlling them. And there uh, is, is an outward expression of anger. Well, I, I think that you're exactly 
Correct. And if you play that out a little bit a little bit further, if somebody is uh, having you know, if somebody else is having an anger issue, then there's something they think isn't going to be okay in their world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, I think that's the bottom line is they think whoever they are, whether it's me, you, anybody else, anytime there's anger present, it's I need X, you know, whatever the X, whatever the blank, you know, fill in the blank. I need blank in order to be happy, to be safe, to be successful. I mean, I, I think it really does come back to I need whatever to feel safe, to feel successful, to feel heard, to feel loved, mm-hmm. to feel accepted. <clears throat> whatever the thing is that you've made up that is going to make your life good and whole and complete, then when something gets in the way and you feel like it's really a problem, that's when anger happens. And it can happen just like that. Because you try to hold it down and you uh, just, you know, you seethe inside a lot of times. And, well, some people do. And then it breaks open, and they've just had enough. And I know I talked with one woman um, that, that I had coached years and years ago, and she said that she would take so much from her husband not helping around the house or whatever, you know, what, and then, and then she would just really just blow up at him. And it was really not um, very good for their relationship, their marriage. <laughs> so again, so there's it, it, it plays out multiple ways, this anger. Mm-hmm. So you have some people, seems like they're angry all the time. Mm-hmm. Other people, it seems like. You know, they're going along, going along, going along, and then there's some kind of crazy outburst, and you wonder what happened. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people who absolutely are angry, but they won't allow anyone under any circumstances to see it. So it gets funneled mm-hmm. back inward. Yeah, yeah, funneled back into self hatred or physical ailments. It could even um, be uh, it could even be self abuse in some way or another. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I I would call my anger um, putting it inward, but not that I would. I didn't do any self abuse or anything like that, but I would try to hide it. And the way I hid it was by taking charge when <laughs> I felt like something wasn't going my way and I was angry about it, uh, I'd just jump in and take charge and maybe um, uh, belittle the other person in a way that I didn't mean to, but it came out that way. So my anger came out differently from yours. Yeah, and the anger, I think that your 
In fact, as I'm thinking about it, the way you're describing your anger, the way I'm describing mine, and the way, I mean, there have been a lot of people over the years that I've coached and I've worked with, you have the same way, that it really comes back down to, I want something that I think is going to make me happy or make my life fulfilled in some way, and if I don't get this, if this thing, whatever the thing is that's doesn't feel possible in the moment, if I don't get this, then I am in trouble in one way or another. And I don't mean like in trouble, trouble, but I mean mm-hmm. my life isn't going to work in the way that I think, you know, I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to feel whole. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be successful. And whatever those things mean to you, because we all have our ideas about what those things mean. Yeah. So I'm thinking, so, you know, is anger really bad? You know, we, we like to, um, a lot of us spiritual people, we call ourselves, <laughs> like to think, oh, there are some emotions that are bad. And, and we want to always feel happy and joyful. So, in your mind, is anger bad? Well, I, I have two different perspectives on that. I don't think anger is bad if you look at anger as this is something to notice. This is something that is here to tell me something. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. um you know, we have a friend, Richard, who used to have a phrase that I think is really important here. And the phrase actually is uh, a little part of what I just said, which is, you know, something would happen. And he would say, something important is happening here. So if anger is present, or if you're stuffing down anger, and you're not allowing yourself to feel it, Something important is happening here. And the question is, are you wise enough? Are you willing enough to check out what that is? What that thing is that is important here? Well, and and even be present enough to notice what's going on inside you and not just... Uh, go on autopilot because that's what I've seen happens. Uh, whatever way that you um, express anger, don't express anger, whatever, it's usually on autopilot. And maybe you regret, you know, words that are said or something that you did. And the whole problem is you're not present. So <clears throat> in in my coaching, I help people see when they're present and when they're not and how to become more present to what's going on inside them. So then when they actually feel anger building, they can take a pause and check in. And and when you really allow that pause or that checking in, you're not going to say and do something that you later regret. And you're going to actually maybe see something new. 
maybe that, oh, maybe I need to ask a request. You know, maybe I need to to ask a, a question to this other person instead of just getting mad and with my made-up story that I've got. Maybe I need to find out what's really going on with this other person. And I see that that is a big key to anger is, yes, it's natural, you know, for us to get angry when we think we're not going to get something that we think we should or our way or whatever. But to give ourselves the gift of actually pausing recognizing that, oh, I'm feeling anger. And like you said, it's just something to pay attention to. And what is it that I really want here? What, what, you know, and, and it might be that I can just let it go when I see it. But it might be that I need to speak some words too, set a boundary, um, make a request, as I said. I want to go back to the question that you asked, and I uh, forgive me, listeners, but I have forgotten exactly the exact words, Susie, that you asked. But you ask, is something like, is anger always good, or is it is it always acceptable? There was some question like that, and I wanted to go back to this because there are going to be people that are listening to this. I think it was, is anger bad? Yeah, is anger bad? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, if somebody is angry at me and it comes off in a really hostile way, a hostile and aggressive, uh, demeaning, I mean, you know, verbally bordering on abusive, I'm not going to stand for that very long. So we've turned a corner here about dealing with somebody else's. Well, not yet. Oh, but, okay. Oh, I mean, maybe. I maybe, thought you were talking maybe. about that. But, but I, but, but I'm just, I'm talking about your question of, you know, is it always, you know, is it bad? Is mm-hmm. it good? Well, I'm here to tell you, if you're on the receiving end of that, mm-hmm. it's pretty bad, because nobody should have to put up with something that is anger that's coming out sideways. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you did do something that was maybe not the smartest thing in the the world to do. Maybe somebody is expressing anger at you and it's, you know, whatever they're angry about, maybe it has nothing to do with you. Or maybe they're expressing anger at you and this is just... You happen to be in the wrong spot at the wrong time. And Maybe it has nothing to do has with you. has nothing whatsoever to do with you. Those are all times when I would consider this a bad thing. Well, and, 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 and let me interject here. If we take good and bad out of that equation, it's, it's to look at it like I, I don't have to listen to this. I, that person is not uh, in an open space where we can talk about this at this moment, and it's not a good time to talk. And you don't have to put up with bad behavior. There has been uh, times in my life where I worked at a job where I had an internal rule, 
and this maybe is uh, in the area of you know our suggestions for dealing mm-hmm. with anger. Mm-hmm. This is not a prescription. Please understand this. This is just uh, welcome to the world according to Otto in a, in given moments, not all the time. Mm-hmm. But I, I worked in a job at one time where people would sometimes get angry. And I developed a little rule, which is I know people get angry. Mm-hmm. I know people are upset. People have the right to, des- you know, they, they deserve to be upset. And so what if I happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time or they're taking their anger out on me? I had a little internal rule, Susie, and the internal rule was I would let them vent. I would let them say anything, uh, you know, be as expressive as they wanted to be for 30 seconds. I called it the, <laughs> I called it the 30 second rule. And after the third, I'm talking about somebody was verbally abusive. Mm. Okay. This is somebody that was kind of like, I mean, it was over the edge. Mm. It was way over the edge. Mm-hmm. And I called it the 30 second rule is that I would completely let them say anything regardless of what it was. Cause I knew it wasn't personal and that's the important piece. I knew it wasn't personal. And then after about 30 seconds, sometimes 60 seconds at the most, I'd put the brakes on it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You'd set a boundary. I would set some kind of boundary and um, because this was a job situation mm-hmm. where, you know, sometimes we would deal with angry customers mm-hmm. and uh, they had to either quieten down or get a hold of themselves or they had to leave. Mm-hmm. And so in every situation, you're going to have to discover your best strategy for dealing with anger. As I see it. There's no strategy that's any better than awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by awareness is, oh, now I'm talking about of yourself and of others. The first step is, oh, I'm noticing I'm angry again. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that is. And mm-hmm. it's usually not the reason that you think. Mm-hmm. It's not the reason you think. And... With awareness uh, and somebody else, you are the, uh, you know, the the, um, point of somebody else's anger. You can become aware of, I don't have to fall in a trap of listening to this. If the person can't calm down, I can say, and again, it's not a prescription, but when you're calmer, we'll, we can talk about it and then not, not be in that room. It's kind of like, you know, how a toddler, um, throws a fit a lot of times. I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've had toddlers in my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if you pay attention to that fit, it just gets worse and gets escalated because a lot of times the angry person um, I, you know, I've, I've seen this in coaching clients who are dealing with, uh, cheating and infidelity of a partner. And if you're saying, oh, I see that you have a credit card charge and it's nothing that I remember buying or, or you didn't buy it for me. Now, who's this for? 
or I looked in your phone and and I see, you know, you've got all these other calls that are to a mystery mm-hmm. person. And the person gets very defensive and angry. And if you keep up with your defense and poking that person, it will escalate. And, you know, if the person is not willing to really talk about it, um, what I suggest is not stoking the fire, not making it worse, because it can get dangerous a lot of times with with people who tend to be uh, angry, very angry and violent and and go into rages. I, I think one of the most important things you can do in dealing with anger of either somebody your, else, uh-huh. I, I was going to say uh-huh. either yours or somebody else's, mm-hmm. is to come from a place of wonder and something I've heard described before as uh, actually asking yourself uh, what it could be called a wonder question of, I wonder what's going on within me that would cause me to act like this. I wonder what's going on within that other person to cause them to act like this. Not that you have to ask that other person. If it's you, I certainly would find a quiet space and a quiet Mm -hmm. moment, the next opportunity that you have Mm -hmm. and start to do some inner work. Hmm. That anger was a little more explosive and a little more, um, you know, direct than maybe I would have liked. I wonder why that is. And to just sit with that, to just sit with it. Now, I I have asked you before, but what is it that, is that what you did to resolve a lot of the anger issues that you used to have? Once I started to see that there's nothing outside of myself that really was creating my happiness, I started to really calm down. Mm -hmm. When I started to really see where my inner experience comes from and that if there was something that I thought was going to bring me happiness... I could really see that that was just my thinking that was all balled up and that I was all caught up in that. Mm -hmm. And I started to see that my happiness or unhappiness is something that is transient. It's going to come and it's going to go. And I also see that, you know, these things that I think are so important Maybe this is perspective. I don't know. These things that I sometimes used to think were so important, I started to see that, well, maybe they're not. And the other thing that started happening about anger is I started to have experiences where I saw that the reasons for my anger or the reasons I thought I was angry weren't really true at all. Mm. Mm-hmm. The things that I believed were true weren't true at all. And when you start to see stuff like that, I mean, when you're really open to it, I mean, that's life-changing. That's that, that's game-changing in your life. But you got to be open and you got to be willing to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say the same thing about um, my 
tendency to jump in and take over um, and controlling when when I'd feel anger. Um, it it was just well, just take charge of it, you know. And and I saw that. Oh wait a minute, you know. When I really looked inside, wait a minute, I'm creating this whole situation here, and I don't need to. I don't need to uh, dwell on this thinking that seems to be upsetting me, that somebody should act in a certain way, and they're not acting in that way. So I guess I just have to take charge and show them what, <laughs> how they're wrong. Yeah. I guess if there's one thing I would want to leave the folks who are, who are listening to this uh, podcast with, that one of some friends of ours that have taught about relationships for many years, um, Paul and Lane Cutright, they had a book one time that the title of it was called "You're Never Upset for the Reason You Think," mm. and you know I would add to that that you're never angry for the reason that you think, because there's always some reason, some something that's underneath your anger. That is the real reason that you're angry. You know, you may think that it's because somebody wasn't home at a certain time when they said they were going to be, but there was always something underneath. If you just, you know, take a look at a layer deeper, a layer deeper, there's always some other reason that you're upset or angry, and it's never for the reason that you think. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers. And we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.